Oh, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm Mary Upchurch, and I'm so excited to be here on this, like, cold, kind of wintry day in this really, like, neat, speakeasy-ish type of room, having wings with two very talented and funny and interesting comedians, Leslie Barton and Christopher Royer. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm allowed to speak? <laughs> Hello. My name is Christopher. That's enough, Chris. That's enough. Just kidding. Oh, Christopher. It is about censorship. You do you. It. This is a podcast about censorship. It is not. It's a podcast about wings with friends. Yeah. Wings and friends. And if we weren't friends before, we are now. Because we've shared wings. Exactly. Isn't this a great trick I pulled on everyone? Ah, uh, making Wait friends. Wait a minute. Just Are a you saying a great trick? And I also happen to have a pen and Teller cup right here. <laughs> is, is this the cup you were talking about, Mary? <laughs> well, talk about wow. tricks. She's a mentalist. She's <laughs> did you get it at the Rio uh, at their live show? We did. It was fantastic. I can't say enough about how yes. much fun it was. Uh, as two comics, we went up to Vegas together to uh, explore comedy and um, human emotion and... Um, and craps. And craps. <laughs> <laughs> and we explored those things and we came across Penn & Teller and, uh, yeah, magical. I mean, really? To, I mean, no pun intended, actually. But, yeah, they were really... It just goes to show if you're polished and you're practiced and you're precise, I mean, yeah, it's very funny and it's very original and it's... And w when they came back to Mesa, um, at the Mesa Center for the Arts, we went and saw them again. Like, it was that good. It turned they, you into a fan. Yeah. They did enough different tricks right. to blow your mind, and they did enough of the same. You're like, I'm really watching this time. I'm going to find out how they did it. And one <laughs> I got mirrors. a piece of, and it was mirrors, but the one with the cell phone and the fish, I no, still just as lost now as I was then. No, it. Uh, there had to be a compartment underneath Gotta be. Underneath where people are sitting. That's gotta be it. Gotta be. That's a great plug for Penn and Teller because I just I don't pay attention to them too much. Oh, but uh they've got that show. Yeah, you know, any live show in Vegas, you know it's gonna be good. Well they've got that show, they've got the television show yeah. too. On HBO. Fool Us Now or something. What's no, it it's just on like That's how magical they are. I UPN, can't even remember the name thing? of the show. It's on whatever basic cable oh. and it's called Fool Us and uh, yeah, people come on and they'll run their magic trick for the audience in three minutes with some pizzazz and some comedy and some stuff and some mentalism, it's illusions, it's card tricks, it's all kinds of things. And then they'll guess what it is, but they won't guess out loud. They'll drop a hint or they'll write it down. And if um, they guess it, but they don't want the audience to know. They're still not spoiling the magic. Yeah. They'll, say, they'll say just enough to the, the magician to where the magician is like, oh, you do know how I did it. And, oh, how exciting. Or they'll write something down. So nobody else understands how the trick goes, but... But if you do, if you stump them and they can't figure out how you did it, they give you a giant fool us Which trophy. Is a big F you. <laughs> and you get a trophy. It's, That's fantastic. No, it's, it's, they just seem so wonderful. That is exciting. I didn't even think about Penn and Teller, but now I'm gonna have to pay attention. He's turned me on to some. Um, so he took me to see Weird Al Yankovic <gasps> oh, out in Mesa. Yeah, and, I heard that was a good show. Just stuff that I wouldn't normally take myself to go see. Yeah. He included me on his birthday concert, which was ministry, which nice. was real nice. His brother bought him tickets. Ministry? You, do you listen? Are you a fan? Um, no, I don't know ministry. Yeah. I've heard of them. They are in. 
industrial music, which is sort of a far subgenre of metal. Yeah. Um, Nine Inch Nails would be the most popular industrial band. Sure. Um, I've seen them. But they're the most polished. Ministry definitely is one of their, I don't know, colleagues. And, and yeah, it's, uh, they, they sample a lot of industrial sounds, like drills and machine guns. You know and what? They presidents. were fun to photograph. I'll say that. Yeah, they're fun. So you've been learning a lot hanging out with this guy. Have you been like exposed to different interesting things hanging out with her? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, like she doesn't want to talk about it because if you talked about it, then you'd sound braggy and douchey, and that's exactly what the art community tries not to be. Sure. But. So I'll say, yeah, but she's very dialed into the Phoenix art community. So I've met a lot of um, amazing, amazing artists. And meeting them is great. I mean, seeing great art is one thing. It's, that's great. But then there's a different level of just being around creatives. Yeah. And, and you know, we can be in a room with 10 people that are all wildly creative poets and writers and painters and different kinds of artists and, and, they, and in a way I mean, we're comics and Leslie paints and sings and musicians and, and nobody's talking about any of those things nobody's talking about their music right. or their art or you know the international sensation that is my podcast like we don't talk <laughs> about those things and uh, and it's wild so no she's exposed me to uh, a lot of different um, uh, the joys of eating vegan sometimes Ooh. And, are you uh, a vegan? I like to enjoy Food that's been prepared without any animal input. Okay, Did wait. Does that sound robotic? Because no. <laughs> I said a robotic in my head when I said that. But you're not a vegan per se. I don't like labels. What can oh, I say? Oh, like, I respect that. Um, which brings me to, I want to get into this actually. But first, let's talk about the wings that we just had. Um, let's talk about not good, labeling right? you. Yeah, you guys picked the wing flavor, and I'm so excited that you did. We had traditional wings from the Vig on Fillmore, and I love these. Have you had these before? So many times. I've lived this in, in this apartment for almost exactly a year, and they're 100 yards away or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, it took you about four months to get out to start, didn't it? Yeah. To, like, to like, start exploring. Yeah, start exploring. I, I was going towards Third Space, going toward Grand Avenue. Um, pizza, which was like my favorite thing that I could walk there, or, or skateboard there, which was super fun, and going to Valley Bar and different th stuff. The Vig came a little later. The, uh, well, we went there for brunch, you know, mm -hmm. and then I discovered these wings, which are marinated mm -hmm. for a day or so, um, then deep fried crispy, then coated in their sauce, then grilled and finished with nice big char on the grill. And the Vig is a weird place because I could take it or leave it. Like so many people, it's the hangout. They yeah. go to the Vig because it is the spot. It's the spot to hang out. A lot of people from the suburbs come in and struggle to parallel park and you want to come to the Vig because they heard it's like the cool downtown place to be. I more tolerate it for that because of the wings. So ah. for some people, it's like <laughs> the place to hang out. Oh, thank God they have wings. For me, it's like, no, this happens to be, ignore everything else about the place and just strip it down to that. It's like when you meet... Um, somebody who's a brilliant musician or a brilliant comic and you love their stuff and then you meet them personally and it kind of like, you're like, oh, they're oh. like a kind of, you know, like, but you can still, but, but sometimes their art is so transcendent, you don't care. You're like, I still like their music. You're talking about Woody Allen, of course. So, you know? So, <laughs> right? You, right? I will say, I will say Match Point is an amazing movie. That was an interesting movie. That was like he scary and sexual and I felt things. But, and um, so did his 
stepdaughter. <laughs> it was his penis in her mouth. Well, you know, some, oh. sometimes it's mail order bride. Sometimes it's so that was cool because you just equated wings and art, and, and I never thought about it that way. But I was also thinking, at least though, there are like five or four other vigs that you could go get wings to because the one uptown, I believe, it's never that busy because I go there for brunch. This one was happening. Right? Yeah, the Vig Fillmore it's is... It's near ASU and all that. Yeah. yeah. That oh, and there's a symphony playing today downtown oh. at noon, and they're doing Mozart. So I know, like, my friend hit me up last night. He's like, hey, I'm downtown listening to symphony tomorrow at 11.30. What's a good spot to eat at? And I'm like, well, the Vig. They do have a really good brunch, and you can make your own mimosas and stuff like that. And sometimes it's douchey. I don't know. Sometimes Fancy there's a nice people. musician. Fancy people love the irony of eating wings. With their <laughs> oh my god, I'm one of the real people. I'm guessing, I don't know. Is that what people Just do? Just keeping it real, they're slumming it or <laughs> That's something? That's how they slum it. They eat wings in their cocktail we're, gowns. Look at us, we're eating like fancy the, ass. Like the proles. <laughs> Did someone say blue collar? <laughs> so what do you think they're marinated in? Because these had great flavor, and I didn't think about that marinated I don't know, but I think they would tell you. It might brown even be sugar, on the menu. definitely in there. Really? There's some. There's got to be brown sugar. Yeah, a little sweet. A little bit of. There's a little. I bet there's cayenne in there, like Something a touch. Something You know. Something oil, maybe some vinegar. Maybe some vinegar, a little, yeah, you know oil, that, a little right? salt. I like a little. Um, this is kind of pedestrian, but just a craft Italian dressing, is a fun marinade for almost oh, anything. Oh, I can see that. But, I'm like a, but it works on a scientific level. Because it's oil, it's oil, vinegar, it breaks things down, it moistens it. Yeah, it does. It does what it's supposed to do. It moistens mm -hmm. it. Let's allows for the osmosis of the spices in and all that stuff. Oh, you're getting smart on me. Yeah, I watch Alton Please. Brown. You know, good. Tell oh, me about osmosis. it. Osmosis. <laughs> but no, so it's so we so my cousin Cody, mm -hmm. who's only uh, 20 at the time, and I'm 43, so there's a big gap between my first cousin. But he visited Arizona and Phoenix, and Leslie and I hung out with him for a week, mm -hmm. and he had wings. Six different times in seven days. That what? He was here. It did. He, he did. He, he did. stopped for a snack at Buffalo Wild Wings. He had the Vig <laughs> on the first day. Oh, where were we at? I think we were at the Diamondbacks games, and he managed to order wings. I didn't even That's somehow, true. some way. Right. Um, everywhere we, we went, he ordered the wings. And the last day he was here, we were so spent we're from the just drug and alcohol fueled binge week where I took the week off and we just did every, we did concerts and we baseball games and acid and just everything for a week. <laughs> Tripping balls in, in the front row of the Diamondbacks game and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to hold it together. You guys not, are living the life. Not chop everybody up into pieces. You know what I mean. And here comes Cody with a big bucket full of wings. You yes. should introduce so me. And on the last then day he, he was here, he pushed his gum on me like he had to like that. It was like that uh that big league big chew league chew. Gum. Yeah, mm -hmm. he was like, "Have some of this." And I'm like, "No, I don't want any." He's the like, gum that taught kids how to chew tobacco. Just have some. Yeah, he's right. Like, it's it made great. By RJ You'll love it. And he's staring me down about this big league gum chew, and he's got his hand, and, and I'm like, "Okay, fine." And I took some, and I held on to it for I don't know, like I gripped it. For like 30 minutes, I held this big league chew in the palm of my hand. Then I opened it up. It was a perfect imprint yeah. of my skin and my veins in my hand. And then I ate it. And you know what? Cody was right. It was delicious. <laughs> but Cody's a wing fan. I'm sorry to waste it. No, I love it. And on the last day he was here, I'm so spent that I, I actually slept most of like the afternoon and evening that he was here on his last day. Um, 
And he was fine, and he was self-sufficient, because you know what he did know how to do? He knew how to go the 100 yards over across the street to the VIG and get those <laughs> wings again. That part he did figure out in the big city. He's mm-hmm. from the hills, you know. Up Where at does the, he up, live? Uh, uh, Ridgeway, Pennsylvania. It's in the, oh. up in the Appalachians. And how old is he? In El- it's in Elk County. Like it is eight, population he nothing. He, yeah, oh, well, he's, he's 21 guy. now. So he, he was, was of 20. legal age. Oh, so he was 20. He was 20. He's 21 now, but... He managed to get to the – and he was like, well, these were the best ones. So the, of the six times he had wings, he did have one repeat. It was the, these big wings. Whoa, so I, will give I them like credit. it. I really do like them. Well, let me ask you about Although your wings. Although they're wing. not my favorite in the city. So who's your favorite wing, Christopher? You can't say the ones I'm going to say because I introduced you to them. <gasps> my favorite wings in the city, even though Leslie introduced me to some really dope-ass wings, are – I'll say it the way I say it, which is Venezia's Pizza – Oh, Some, okay. they, I believe they pronounce it Venezia's, but it's V-E-N-E-Z-I-A, Venezia's Pizza. Mm-hmm. They make a great slice, don't get me wrong, and their pizza's definitely the best pizza in the city, but they make something called a gold medium wing, mm. which is half honey mustard, mm-hmm. half buffalo wing sauce. Yep. It is so good. It is the best sauce uh, I've had on a wing ever, and I'm from roughly near the Buffalo, New York area, so I oh, do know my wings, yeah. baby. I got strong opinions. Um, Genevieve Rice uh, took me to, or we had um, a honey uh, Italian gold at Oregano's, and that was my first introduction to like an Italian gold. So that that sounds really good. Um, do you like a drummy or a flat? I probably go sixty forty drummy versus flat. Okay, but they're. But I enjoy them on different levels. So the drummy, I, don't, I feel I don't want to dominate the conversation here, but the drummy. Uh, oh, I'm oh, sure we're gonna you get, don't want to dominate the conversation. <laughs> we're going to get to uh, Leslie's wing preferences yeah. and constitution. You can stick in your mouth all at once. It's easier to dip in the sauce and all that. And so, you know, whatever. But the flat, I, I used to not like. And then I saw one of those silly life hack videos uh-huh. where you just <laughs> simply take it, hold the smaller uh, bone, twist it real good, and just pull the small bone out clean. And then I need oh to practice this. I've heard of God. this. I've heard of it. And so now um, I've you haven't done the, the, the no, I haven't oh. done it yet. The give me your money chicken twist. <laughs> I did give one me today. Your money you chicken. haven't done that. I'll try. Maybe we, we can try it here. So <laughs> wait. So what's your number? Like if you were going to sit down to a plate of wings, you know, what would be the perfect number of wings? <laughs> I will say it is. It's a. It's a. It's a dozen. I love because the zen-like the, trance you go into before you have to answer. A, like well, a because thing. well, it used to be a dozen, and I used to be a lot heavier, and then I could pick three off my wife's plate or whatever, my you know my ex-wife, or whatever. But uh, now it's more like ten, and I can take two off of Leslie's plate. Like if I eat, I still like to eat wing. Wings are the one food I like to eat. Till I hurt like a, just a yeah. little bit. Well, you want to have enough. You don't want to run out and go, oh, I really want a couple more wings. You know, you don't want to be left hungry. Mm-hmm. So, Leslie, where is the best wing? What's your favorite wing? I'll say this. Because uh, in, in so far as uh, traditional meat wings, animal, animal product wings, uh, Buffalo Trap House. New find, new favorite. Oh, and it's tra- a trap house barbecue. Sorry. What trap house say? barbecue. What did I say? It's a buffalo trap house. That's okay. Ugh. Buffalo trap it house. It sounds like something from a rap song, like a hip hop song, like she's barbecue. a trap queen. T-R-A-P-P. Yeah, it does. That's mm-hmm. what I thought when it, trap when queen? it came up. Yeah, because trap, well, a trap house is obviously a, a house where you sell drugs out of. Oh, so, it is? Yeah. Obviously. I yes. didn't know that. Oh. Excuse me. Yeah. Two Chains has an from album. From the scene. Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. It's a 
where you know he does another album where he talks about how much money he has. Philly, I'm gonna start calling you Philly. Yeah, so the trap, um, the trap house. They keep it real. Trap queen. Yeah. I just got iTunes Music because I, I I feel like I'm behind on the trends of music, so I got that so I could listen to the most current stuff. It's, it's really. Oh, it's what are you into? I don't know. I got like a lot of everything, but. More matter of like when you hear it, you're like, no, I like that. Yeah. Well, I want to know what people are talking about mm. when you hear like, oh, Takashi Six Nine went to jail. I'm like, who is that kid? What does he sing like? Right. Like when Extentation got murdered, I was so happy I had Apple Music because I was like, <laughs> oh, and it's a very good, it's a, it's a terrific album. It is actually. So I didn't know who. You're right. I didn't know who that was, and now I know who he is. But he's dead now. So Mac you Miller know. too. Yeah. Thank Mac you, Apple Miller. Music. Best suicide album written. Suicide note as an album written in all of 2018. Mac I Miller's agree. swimming. It's so good. Do you think he, he killed himself? Oh, well, yeah, overdosed. Was, six months it was after like the an, album was released. I thought it was an accidental. I'm sure it is. It was I, coming. It, it was it, coming. I mean, it's accidental, but it's still, it, it's actually technically considered suicide because you did kill yourself. <gasps> Interesting. And that is, and the opioids, which he died from, have actually spiked so high of opioid overdoses um, that the suicide rate in the country has now gone so high that 2018 was the first year in 50 years that the average life expectancy of an American went down. Whoa. Purely influenced by the um, opioid oh. epidemic. I thought Jared Kushner was supposed to, like, fix it for us. Uh, but that's not the point. The point is, what about these wings at Trap House <laughs> Barbecue? Look, yeah. at, look at the ADD guy bringing it <laughs> I know. back. Leslie, no. what do you like about the Trap House Hey, wings? I'll direct this podcast, Christopher, okay? <laughs> you sit there and be pretty. Somebody's trying to do a callback and a foreshadow? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about Trap House. He turned me into, okay, uh, uh, I like the Trap House. You know what I like about Trap House Barbecue? On Roosevelt. Um... When I walked in, they didn't tell me to leave. <laughs> That's what I like about Trap House Barbecue. Does that happen to you often? Hey, man, you got to be ready for shit. People are always asking me to go, whether it's with their eyes or their body language. I don't know. I'm always asking you to come. Wait, that sounds <laughs> hey worse. Hey, now. Thanks for, thanks for letting America know. Not every restaurant allows you to take a 50-pound dog in. Oh, I see. To just they, chill. They, but if they knew Biscuit and, they looked, at him, and they looked at him, they sized him up, and they were like, oh, he's one of the cool ones. And they're right, because Biscuit. No, she was real nice. He so they're dog nice. friendly over there at Trap House. Also, they're, they're dog friendly. Uh, AKA breaking the health code. <laughs> More so, well, the second time I went in, it was a different bar, uh, bartender, and I went, oh, it's my, I just walked in with my dog at that point. I said, the other lady said it was fine. And Leslie, I kind of get the feeling you're like the mayor of downtown Phoenix. Am I off on that statement? Oscar Mayer. Oh. <laughs> Am I right? You will never get I'm her to chew a hot her own dog. Hair. I'm I know, but ninety percent sh shit and ten percent meat. But everywhere I walk into, hi Leslie. I walk into a restaurant. God, I walk a, into a music right. venue. I go to a concert in Tempe oh, that has two thousand people. Somebody's coming up. Hi Leslie. I walk into the head shop. It's weird, huh? Hey Leslie. It's weird. And then I thought that was weird. Every bar, every restaurant, every ever the Vig. One of the bartenders Weird. Hey, starts high-fiving over the bar everywhere I walk into. So, yeah, she's sort of a little... The and then, mayor. And her other friends have noticed, too. But, yeah, every every coffee shop. Well, my other <laughs> friends are, like, the same way. They've all been here for, like, 20, 30 years. And yeah. The wings, by the way, it, are called Philly Crack Wings. Okay, okay, what? yeah. What? Philly yeah. Crack Wings. So, here I am. I'm at Trap House. I'm like, fine, I'm going to get in there. First time in, I'm fine. Like, pull over, park across the street, walk with my dog across the street, tie my dog up front. Walk in, this real nice lady's behind. Hi, come blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is great. Look at the menu. Philly crack wings. How am I not going to order Philly crack wings for my Philly boy here? 
Am I right? So break yeah, it down for me. Sweet. What is a Philly crack wing, though? Like I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just I want more. Like kind of like him. <laughs> I don't know what he is. 90% shit and 10% meat. Just like me. I'm a Oscar man soulmate. (laughs) Are they saucy? Are they dry rub? Are they grilled? Are they fried? They are dry rubbed and fried to crackling. I mean, they're definitely fried crispy with a nice spicy dry rub. Mm -hmm. And they'll give you some of their different barbecue sauces that you can dip it in if you want. And they have some very, very, very good homemade Barbecue sauce. Why the guy that there? runs it is called Fill the Grill. Huh? We like the big. Also, yeah, what do true. you do? What do you do? It's yeah. super convenient. So many. Stay hey, in the mic, Leslie. Have you uh, have you uh, have you uh, interviewed Jason Hill? Come no, again? not yet. Not yet. Because I know he's he enjoys vegan food. Yeah. Maybe you could get wings from Green Restaurant. Yeah, I got to start exploring that because not there's bad. a couple things coming I'll up with you, some vegans. They're, they're, I've had the wings. boneless wings at Green, and they are very good. They're they're top notch. Mm-hmm. They they're not me. They're nope. not. No, no, no. Some people might think that is they're me going vegan. against the vegan. the core of the show about wings. If I do like a boneless wing, or if I do a vegan wing. However, I believe oh, the core can't. of the show you can't is a wise woman once told me that wings are about the experience of being with friends and family and camaraderie. So. Yeah. Whether an animal had to be sacrificed or not, I don't know. Is yeah, a wing is a wing is a wing. And I'll tell you this: uh, you're right, though. You can't have like it's a different substance, so you can't. They eat differently. They feel yeah. your body differently. You know, have the you first ever? band that I asked to do like the intro music, um, the ba- a band out of San Diego called the Touchies, and they're really great. They're punk, uh, like emo punk or something like that. But anyway, I was very excited to ask them, and they're like, um, "We don't eat meat, and we're like animal activists, and they're like, we can't be associated." Oh in the podcast, I was like, oh, I'm so That's sorry. hilarious. Yeah, so, you know, you learn. <laughs> what? What are they called? The touchies? The touchies. Because I'm going to call bullshit on that. <laughs> I say you take every effort, every, everything that comes your way. And, I mean. And you'd be like, yeah, let's talk about animal activi- activism. Well, that would be great, too. Right? That's you know, just what they, maybe they just didn't want to record like, Oh, maybe they don't like you. You know what they I re- No, oh, they're like me, a friend uh, of a friend. Uh, they probably don't like you. <laughs> they do like me, so Leslie. So we were at a show the other night. And there's this great guy that runs the, the establishment that the show's put on. He doesn't produce the show, but he runs the establishment. And he's a great guy. And he's like, yeah, you're going to catch me on the show on Netflix coming up here in uh, March. Oh, how exciting. Oh, it's an eating contest. You know, like man versus food type of thing. You ever seen that? Or, oh, yeah. Oh, I love that show. Okay, great. Oh, you're a big dude. You eat a whole bunch. Oh, we went to Porkopolis and Chandler. Oh, this is going to be oh, on yeah. Netflix. This is a Netflix show. That's Oh, this is going to be amazing. And you're going to be on Porkopolis with this guy that we know. Oh, yeah, there was a burger. They have a burger challenge, and it's like a five pound burger with like four pounds of bacon and like a pound of beans on it. And it's like this 10 pound burger challenge. And, he, and, and, and so he's like really like telling us, we're like, oh, that's really cool. And then we sort of had to drag it out of him, like, because there seemed to be something missing from the premise. Yeah, the premise is that they then, people that are producing the show, then shame the living fuck out of you and the <laughs> restaurant because nobody finishes these things. They, well, they don't, what they do to shame you is they show you videos. Of how these animals were killed, what? bred, slaughtered, and made into what you just left half of on your plate. And between the three of you, you just left a whole cow sitting there because you want to have a little contest. Dang. We're having a contest while lives are being Who was on the show? Can we you name names? No? I'll just say his first name is Kevin. Okay. And Leslie knows who that is. Kevin? Yes. Nobody listens to this podcast, from though, so it's okay. From LMAO. From Arizona Studios. Your boy. 
And so then he was like, yeah, they shamed me. He was all looking oh, at the ground, kicking terrible. rocks. And so this show, I can't <laughs> wait to see it, basically goes around, shows, has people in eating contests, then shows them the atrocities that take place for God, them to have just left that flesh line there. Did they just start puking there. it up right there? They're just like, bleh. I love it. So, Are you sure? I, yep. He I told us like the whole story. He told me and James. Did you look story. it up? Uh, no, but it's I coming. I need to look that up. That I can't wait. Good. He said he's going to tell us he when it comes out. He was lying about everything that night, though. He was lying about He was literally lying about the lady who was in front of him. That's his, that was his, he kept saying, that's my wife, and it's not. But I think that girl was his daughter. What? I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, Virtual Studios is insane. I love it. They get, they do the best stuff there. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, speaking of, uh, do you guys clean your wings? Like, talking about not wasting and stuff, do you clean your wing? You want to take this? You want to take this? Do we clean our wings? Yeah, like, how, how, how well do you pick the meat off? I would have, oh, I, a that, year ago, still I something left to eat, as far as I'm concerned. A year ago, I would have said, I'm awesome at it. Sure. Then, I me. ordered wings one time at Catalina's on I will Sunday. Say that. I'm proud of how I clean a wing. And she's, I'm like, do you want any wings? She goes, no. And then I see her picking it up at the wing. I'm like, well, take a wing. She's like, I'm just taking the bones. I'm like, come on, bottom feeder. You don't need to just take the bones. Then I look, like, and I'm like, I didn't, even leave, I didn't even leave any meat on them. Until I see it after she's done. Have you ever crunched? Then I felt ashamed mm-hmm. because I was like, damn, I didn't think I left any meat in that bone. But now it looks like it's been bleached in the sun and like, <laughs> like been buried in a sarcophagus for hundreds of years. She, I saw her eat the marrow out of one of them rib bones. You from, haven't lived from Trap House. Felt the marrow of a bone squeeze out onto your tongue Whoa. from your crunchy, 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 weird yeah. prehistoric animal eating teeth. Ugh. So, so you clean, crunch, you crunch, clean crunch, the crunch. wing. So I'm not that good, but damn. Whatever. She's something else. Okay, so Leslie, right. you clean a wing. Christopher, you're working on it. You must. I hope you didn't look at my wings because I suck at I've it. I've gotten better, and I did look at yours, but I tried not to judge. Oh, because I'm not everybody, a judgmental person. I simply I was looking to observe. Because how can I judge when my whole life I'm thinking I'm cleaning a wing and True. then I meet this carp of a human being or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing I'm trying to get better at. Carp? I've talked to wow. Thank you. That is like the nicest thing anybody's <laughs> ever said to me. I've talked to a lot of different people You know, people when I got to come it. to you for a compliment, it must mean I'm hard up. Which is tough, because she once called a person a haddock once that she didn't like, so now I feel bad. What's a haddock? It's a, a fish. fish. Oh. But then I looked it up, a picture of a haddock, and they looked exactly like that person, so she was right. <laughs> Leslie, do you prefer um, a drummy or a flat? Oh, they're all the same. Just whatever's on your plate? <laughs> <laughs> do you do a sauce? Are you into ranch or blue cheese, Ooh, or do you do them dry? Sauces. As far as I'm concerned, that's all it's about. That's why I, I'll eat a vegan wing. I don't. You, you like know, the sauce? It's the sauce. So, Everything like a buffalo sauce? sauce? Uh, I like I like um, I like a hot I like a like a hot hot. If they can have fire, I'll eat fire. Oh really? I like the fire. Fire hot sauces, and then um, or but the Thai basil always has like a if it's a if it's a drier Thai basil, or like a not sweet Thai basil. I like a like, yes. Yeah, so I I run the extremes. I think. Do you dip it in a ranch or a I'm blue not, cheese? Like huge into fan. Uh, like I'll I'll dip in a ranch if it's there just yeah. to have it, but it's not like. Yeah, it's an experience. It's like the whole thing. I like the uh, the the veg that comes along with it. I always mm. eat that. So you do the veggies. You know, yeah. I like I mean, them as a way to get like more blue cheese. What okay. About, 
Like a spoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life is merely a spoon for the blue cheese. <laughs> what about you, Christopher? Do you do a ranch or blue cheese? Do you do the veggies? I prefer, I don't mind ranch. I prefer blue cheese. And I prefer it to be like real good, like chunky, stinky yeah. foot smelling blue cheese. I'm with you. And, and I want you. some carrot sticks. Carrot? No celery? I do not like celery. Okay. Never met a man who doesn't like celery. I don't mind when they give me both. But I have noticed an increasing trend as I've been eating wings since I was a child that there is definitely a trend towards giving you only celery and no carrots. Yeah. And I tell them, like, hey, can I get celery and carrots? And if they say, well, we'll charge you extra, I'll pay the extra. Sure. If they say, no, you can't, then I'll pout. And I'll say, well, then please don't bring the celery either. Yeah. Because I'm well, just going to stare at it. Right. It's stringy, like, and I don't like the tape flavor. I don't like the texture. Oh, that poor, poor weight person having to stand there. You showed them. He glares at yeah. him up over the celery. I'm, I'm angry at the restaurant for make, ha, making me have to uh, make that decision. Well, they gave us just celery here at I the big. I but the wings trumpet, <laughs> and their blue cheese isn't that great that I need to get more of it. Ooh. Yeah. If you're I giving know. me really, really, really good blue cheese, it's sad there that it I only have celery. Okay. Because how am I going to get the rest of it? So I was wondering if the blue cheese got a little light because it was in the hot container. Maybe it's thicker if you go in person because it's cold. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. You know what I love? You know blue cheese but I these, love? But these Bob's wings. Big Boy. Oh, in the in, Well, just in the grocery store. It's the Bob's Big oh. Boy blue oh, cheese. It's that, yeah, in the it's cold dressing the section. Yeah. That's the best blue cheese, I think. Is it really? I like it. I'm not... One of these days, I'm gonna have a special episode where I just like make my perfect wing and just do it the way I want it. <gasps> wait, wait, oh, all right. And then invite everybody over. Uh, that'll be it. Everyone who's been on the podcast. Yeah, just like I'm gonna make all. I got an air fryer. For we Christmas. have to bring the wings, Ooh, nice. but you'll make them. I used to have my own deep fryer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. My first wife and I, we gained so much weight together. No, <laughs> I, we both lost a lot of weight, but. Man, we didn't even notice. We were like, yeah, of course we get a fucking deep fryer. Why wouldn't we? And yeah, I was making wings, homemade oh chicken God. tenders from scratch. Yeah. Like bre- you know, got the perfect seasoning in the breading. Like, I was really prided myself on my food frying ability. But then I'm it's like, I shouldn't be doing rolls. this. I, you know, it wasn't until years later that I realized that. But, <laughs> but yeah, making your own perfect wing at home. Yeah, I've done it before. But it's because once you have that oil in there, it's like, I need to use it. I'm yep. not just going to fry this up for one mm-hmm. batch. All right. So I clearly have <laughs> two really great <laughs> wing fans. What, Leslie? What? You guys are just cracking me up. You're cracking me you up. You are cracking me up. Um, okay, so I want to hear a little bit about your projects. And I'm going to start with you, Christopher, because you're part of a really cool podcast that I've been a fan of since you started called Is It Dark In Here? Mm. And it sounds like you're getting international acclaim now. Tell me a little bit about that. We're getting international listens. I will say we have received no acclaim. <laughs> Our listeners rarely leave any comments, any likes, any type of uh, mark that they've ever been there. Maybe they're, they're ashamed. They're bots. <laughs> they're all bots. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. And, and what? No That's, what's wrong with it. what's wrong with that? You know Sorry. what? If we made a podcast bots that appealed life. to millions of bots, I'll take it. Millions of bots. Get I me am wrong. looking forward to our robot overlords <laughs> taking over. We just please. need to find sponsors and advertisers yeah. that have a product that bots would want to buy. Um, so no, but we are being listened to. We got our Christmas episode got listened to um, a ton, more listens this week in Turkey. 
than anywhere else. Wow. And God, please. They're like, God, anything to take away from this horror <laughs> that is our actual life. Oh, a podcast about suicide. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Like all we can think of is these bleak places that we're, we're somehow cheery to them. Mm-hmm. Ireland is our second biggest country. At the wow. Again. Again. Uh-huh. What platforms do you have it on there? How is it getting exposed like that? Um, Apple, mm-hmm. Spotify, um, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. I think I need to get on a couple more. I'm only on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, well, that'll cover it. I mean, some people just prefer the um, interface on some of the other ones. Um, but I don't know that there's a lot of things exclusive to this and these other ones. But um, So we're out there in a lot of places. I don't know if we're getting a claim, like I said, because people are rarely leaving any comments or reviews or anything, but they're listening more and more. Uh-huh. And they're going back and they're listening to some of the older ones. I mean, we're only four real episodes in. We've released a couple of um, outtakes. So one of the things, like I was really sold um, when I went to the launch party and I heard the episode with the Mad Libs suicide note, which yeah. I just thought was freaking genius and brilliant yeah. and dark and hilarious. Um, but I haven't heard that on an episode. Was that... That hasn't been released, or? Yes, it, it is out now. It is. Okay. Um, yeah, so there was a premiere episode, which was a bit of a, not a real theme to it. Just We kind of took some of the better things we had done. The suicide episode where we did put that out there. We did okay. put that out eventually. And then actually released a little Halloween vignette, like a little snippet. We, list, we released our Thanksgiving leftovers and then our Christmas one. So we actually only have three real episodes out. But, you know, we're up to 1,100 listens, and we're up to wow. 29, 30 countries, and we're just trying to get it going, but we believe in what we're doing, and we try yeah. to make a point. We try not to punch down, and we try to shine a humorous light. Well, we try to shine a light on the darker things in the world. We're not judging them one way or the other. We're just trying to just say that they're out there and talk about them, and if we can be funny, then we try to be, we try to be pretty funny, but I think if push came to shove, I don't know, we had, a weird, we, had a, we had an interesting discussion this morning, you know, where we have one of our idea sessions we meet every Sunday morning. I think we would try to be more honest about darker things that are going on than we would try to be funny if it had to be. But right now we're in a nice position. We can try to be funny and try to be honest, and it's fun. It's, it's, it's given me a creative outlet, something to write for, something to work for. And the Christmas yeah. episode uh, did better than any of our episodes, which is great. So I like this. Um, I like it. It's so different than anything else I'm hearing. It's very well produced, and there's a lot going on. How long does it take to produce one episode? <laughs> um, the Christmas episode is the only real example we have of that because we didn't know what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. We talked for a long time into a microphone several times over several weeks. We came up with the idea of writing some fake commercials for sponsors, which then led to fake ske- which mm-hmm. then led to sketches, which then led to us taking apart everything because we never released anything which then came to putting them all together and because we sort of went back and forth as to what we wanted to be and what that like that took like almost a year to do that but the christmas episode was the first one when we said okay even though we already have things recorded we already have ready to go let's do one in time for christmas and we came up with this idea right around thanksgiving and it took it took almost um a month. Now we wow. have jobs and other things, but yeah. you know, we sit down one week and we came up with what we wanted to do. We wrote out the ideas of what we wanted to talk about, what kind of angles we wanted to take. Like, what was our point? Like, yeah. we want, we don't just want to be funny. We want to have kind of a point. And then, and then we sort of just started writing 
the outlines of sketches, and then James got assigned two, I got assigned two, you write these ones, so we use like a screenplay writing software, and then I write these ones, and oh. it was neat to actually have like a homework assignment, like, oh, because yeah. up till then, it was just sort of whatever struck me that I wanted to write, I wrote, and then wherever we could fit it in, we did. This was the first time we are like, here's our theme, here's what we're doing, then we came back the next week, we wrote it, we, we, then we rewrite it together, mm-hmm. the three of us, because it's better when we all have mm-hmm. the input and rewrite it. It does. They literally just get better. It's not like a bad thing. Then we came back the next week and recorded it. And then it takes Nolan about a week to two weeks to do the audio engineering, which is what separates us. We think we think we that's what separates us. I mean, James From and I can both podcast. write. Yeah. And well, James and I can write and he can act and we can be funny. And I think a lot of people can do that, though, too. There's a lot of really yeah. talented people out there. But Nolan's audio engineering, his sound effects, his sort of warped view of, and we don't know what it's going to sound like until we, until you do. Yeah. Because he's so secretive about his creative process as to what order he's going to put it in, how he's going to put it together, what he's even going to use. Oh, wow. We, we talk for an hour, and then he takes six minutes of that speaking and puts it out. We don't get any input on that. That's all, that's all Nolan Ross. And so, um, so yeah, it's me, James Hohenscheidt, Nolan Ross. Is it dark in here? Um, and we're going to keep going. That's so exciting. I can't wait. Especially with, like, all of the other things coming up this year. You know, I would love to have a Valentine's Day episode or an Easter episode. Um, yeah. So that'll be Are exciting. Are you guys going to do that? Um, Meet traditional holiday. We do Gopher's Day. What is that? Groundhog Day. <laughs> we thought about possibly doing a Valentine's Day, but um, the next episode we think is going to be called Two, Funer- Two Funerals and a Wedding. And um, oh. so we'll talk about some news stories of some people dying, and we'll talk Ooh, about... Oh, that's a twist on that, on that movie. <laughs> Four weddings and a funeral. Isn't it? It's actually more like 17 funerals and a wedding, because one wedding, one marriage did result in 15 people dying, because she was forced to marry a person. Oh, I'll, I'll, okay. You know what? Yeah. I'll tip my hand in case people listen to this, and then they want to listen to the other one. Yes, we do cover a news story where a woman in Pakistan was forced yeah. to marry against her will. Um, she was very open about the fact that she would kill this person because she was not in love with him and she was in love with someone else. But he didn't seem to believe her. Um, she kept trying to poison his milk. Somebody found the milk. One thing led to another. I mean, they found it like, oh, hey, some yogurt. And they made like a dessert out of it. And then 15 of her in-laws um, perished because James talked about this yeah. on his episode of Wings with Friends. It's, it's such, I'm, a, I, I'm it's in such the a transcendent. It's such a transcendent story because yeah. it really just goes to show like... Okay. What is that? An Altoid? I mean, a woman tells you she doesn't want to marry a guy. Thank you. Don't make her marry a guy. I mean, it's kind of. You would think it'd be that easy. I mean, she wasn't trying to kill her. She was just trying to kill the one, but she was really super upfront about the fact that she would do it. Here, I'm trying to get married, and I can't. Right? You go over there. Have a livestock exchange and. Uh, hey man, hey Mary, as a single, not to change the subject, but as a single woman, it, I think it's funny that this comatose bitch went, met some dude and he knocked her up. <laughs> oh, she was just laying there. Uh, like, that's scary. He was like, my dad told me about this. Hey, story. what's your name? She didn't talk. He to didn't her. talk to her. That's <laughs> rape. Oh, it's totally rape. I'm sorry. I felt bad. <laughs> sorry, I made but a- maybe the family's like this child is a blessing because we haven't seen our dear whoever her name is in. 15 years. This is true. But, for the, that's, but that's, Leslie that's brings nice up the point. Take. If you're out there and you're a girl and you're like, I can't get laid, just try laying somewhere next to a dumpster. Just <laughs> be unconscious. It doesn't matter. Just you can. Be unconscious somewhere, ladies. You okay. just don't want to be as, pi- stop being as picky. Well, let me let me say this. Wow. It's okay, Getting Royer. laid is Jeez. not the question Speak or the yourself, problem. Speak Royer. You guys. Stop being so picky. It's not. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> getting late is not the problem. Okay, it's getting late again. The, yep. re- the relay. Blah, blam. The relay. The relay. It's, it's well, getting yeah. that phone call. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, love yeah, the yeah. way we so eloquently stopped I, talking yeah. about your podcast. Oh, but no, done. that was great. It I was done. It is a great podcast. Are you kidding? You I thought we were done. I thought that I will was tell the you end of the Wings and Friends was him when he was, oh. We're done? No, you're fine. My um, my friends went to Iceland for right before New Year's, so I, too, now have an international <laughs> listener. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm joking because it was my friends and they were traveling. Matter. No, I get but, it. But Iceland came up and I said, oh, Matt must be listening on his trip. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. You got to cool. take your credentials where you can. You know what? Dude, how yeah. many comics have their hand if you freeze frame one episode of CSI and they're like a waiter in the background in their hand and they're like, as seen on CBS, you know, fuck it. You take your credentials where I you see can. so many, like when I watch through, watch old episodes of Law and Order. There's so many old I love comics. It. There's yeah. so many old comic cameos. Uh, like Rick Shapiro was on one. Uh, who was, there was like a bunch of like Jim Gaffigan oh, is on like yeah. a shit ton of like long old long. It's because it's a episode. revolving thing. Like there's only like five main people and everybody else is a guest star, right? No, no, no. I mean like character, yes. like bit parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're the character. Or like just walking. My friend Jeff Still is like, will always play a lawyer. They're always they walk into a lawyer's room and he's like, "What do you want?" And that's on. Like, oh my god, it's my friend Jeff Still. I love it. It's fucking awesome. Um, that's kind of like. What's your favorite? Do you want? Order? Do you want to act, Mary? Do you want to? Um, I kind of got away from acting. Like I thing? wasn't that interested I in it. Do not, I would never want to do that. No. That seems, no. I used to like Criminal Intent because I had a big crush on Vincent D'Onofrio. What? That is Leslie's Welcome favorite the, version. Welcome is that to the your regular version world? Too? Welcome to the regular world. Vincent I just got D'Onofrio. Her into, I just got her into I, hair I went so far as did you ever look up fan fiction between? Um, <gasps> oh, there's a fan fiction story between. between Vincent D'Onofrio and, and Catherine uh, yeah, Irby? Yeah, Irby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, are they it's, doing it's it? It's adorable. No, are it's they like, doing it's it? It's like just a fan fiction, and then, like, and then he looks at her. It's like super, like, romance novel, but it's oh, a very like. sweet story. He's so cute. For so, I just was so into him. He married a supermodel in of real course, life. Of course. Why are then, you trying to ruin my kids. dreams? What? I'm not. I'm just like, oh, she probably. Somebody always has to say that. She oh, probably she thinks super- she's very ugly. She's and Vincent D'Onofrio took advantage of he's that. He's pretty gross himself, actually, in real life. He's just probably I'm like, sure he's Ugh. disgusting. He's a horrible person, but I just love, <laughs> I love who I think he is. There was a time where I, I looked up like all of his movies, and I saw one called like Happy Accidents with Marissa Tomei, where he was like an alien. It was weird. Oh, my God. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Have you seen, did you see his bit in Adventures in Babysitting? <gasps> he was Thor. He was he's Thor. He's been around for a long time. He yeah. was also the main guy in um, Hamburg. No, uh uh, what's that Vietnam or the full metal jacket? Full metal jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't always. Uh... I used that as an in the other day when it came on to finally get her to start watching Daredevil, which I'm, I'm glad she did. It wasn't like oh she was resisting. I just hadn't thought of a way to like ask. Anyway, so she's a D'Onofrio fan. It's a good a segue. She's a criminal. And yeah, now we're watching it, and he's such a such a great kingpin. And I don't even want to use the word villain because he's hardly different than Daredevil of what oh. he does. Like the the line between what they do is so blurred. Yeah, and so he pl- he plays the character very very well. But it was canceled. Third Mine season. was SVU. Which by one? The way. Daredevil. Oh. D'Onofrio now has an online petition going mm-hmm. to try and get it picked back up. Oh, he does. I kind of feel like if something got canceled, it's done. It's like survival of the fittest. I think and you didn't get it. Well, we know that, why. But now you could say that, that, that. But boom, then Arrested political. Development would never have been made the second time. It's you political because it. Netflix has these Marvel shows. 
Daredevil, Luke right. Cage, Jessica but Johnson. Now, but now Disney's coming in and opening mm-hmm. up Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which is their own streaming mm-hmm. platform coming up later uh-huh. this year, where they will be taking all of that, all They're Guardians like, mm-hmm, of the Galaxy, I'm Disney, all bitch. Star Wars, I'm taking all my all shit and shit, taking it off. And it's going to be taken it off of Netflix and it's going to be moved to Disney. So when I think I in their mind, why the fuck are we going to produce another season for you? But I think once it goes to Disney's property, they might bring it back. Interesting. It's a little violent. But it's, it's incredible. But you know what? Here, I think that I think that I it, need to watch this. Daredevil. I didn't know Vincent D'Onofrio was in it. Oh, he's great. Kingpin. Oh, so good. He comes okay. in about the fourth episode, and you kind of see him for like the nuanced kind of, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's God. There's so many things going on right now in my brain about that. So, I feel like he's also a paradigm for what? Can you? All right. Here's me. Can you just imagine? Trump somehow like like <laughs> turning this on Daredevil. Oh, I heard some stuff about Daredevil. And then being like, oh man, that doesn't that guy doesn't say much and real soft spoken and enigmatic and you know, but he has other people do his dirty work. God, I wish I'd be more like that. <laughs> Damn it, how can I turn this <laughs> he around? He gets actual results. He gets results. <laughs> That's where he's getting like all everything from. And okay. I don't want to give it too far away, but you get into the later seasons, Daredevil wins. Oh, he gets him locked up. And guess what happens in the city? Fucking chaos. Guess who was actually keeping order? Oh. See, but then you take Keep away pin. people's free will. See, and that's the question. Just because you think it's the right way to go and it works, is it justified to take away people's free will? It's a bigger concept. And to me, I like a story, whether it be a comic book or a movie or an article or anything, that asks more questions than it gives you answers. And mm. some things are drawn with such big black markers and thick black lines like Superman. He's good. Everyone else is evil. Blah, 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 blah. You know? But, you know what I mean? It's a, such a thick black line. And life isn't that to me. Life is so nuanced. Um, it's deep. And, and so that's why I get a kick out of that show. Um, we were talking about Superman the other day. We were like, yeah, he's all great and super. Hey, I'm going to show up. going to fly in. Oh, this truck was about to blow up. Don't worry. I'm going to breathe my super breath on it and freeze it. And I'm going to fly away. Hey, my husband beats me. I, I got to go. <laughs> hey, I can't pay my rent. Leaving. Our landlord is freezing us out. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, super as fuck when he wants to be. Right. Stick um, around, bitch. I yeah, feel right? like he's I'm in an episode of The Dark in here. to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to find one of them comatose vegetative stages. <laughs> yeah, right. This baby her. has kryptonite in its DNA. I can't what? wait to see that baby's family portrait. <laughs> a felon, a brain dead woman in it. Oh, look at us. That's something, isn't it? There's somebody. In, you know what? Who else is shit in a brick? The guy who did it. Because he's sitting there going, I'm yeah. not the only one who did this. There's no way I'm the only one who did this. There's no way I'm the only one who did this. There's got to be some other dude. He's this like, is not going to come back to me. Are you cheating on me? <laughs> no, I'm he's freaking yeah. out, right? Like his he wife's knows. all like, this bitch? Especially <laughs> what does she have that I don't Especially have. if he has any identifying characteristics. But what if there's more than one? And he's sitting there sweating it out. He's like, no way that kid's mine. No way. <laughs> this is going to be the worst episode of Maury ever. I, yes. This is the next Is It Dark in Here episode right here. It's uh, like it cuts to a Maury episode. Um, I'd be sorry. lying if I said I didn't save that story immediately. <laughs> Therese is here in the back room. She can't hear what we're saying. She's some lady in a <laughs> polio, <laughs> polio <laughs> vaccine. What are those called? Those big things? Those polio lungs? Like the iron lungs? Iron lungs. Iron iron lung, just iron some lung. lady in an iron lung. Oh, my gosh. She kept looking at me from across the ward. <laughs> Drool so, implies consent. 
This too is far, our society. Too far. This is what we've No, become. I want you to be you. This is what we've become. You guys are so creative and a little bit out there, and People I love it. And I think that's um, why your comedy and your art is so interesting. Um, Leslie, I heard, um, and, and probably through Chris, like, you also, we've talked about it a little bit even today. You do art. And you've been in a band. Tell me about your music time or days. Like, do you still do music? Oh, that's nice of you to ask. You're so sweet. I, if I could get him to be quiet for a minute, then I wanted to. <laughs> Just kidding. Would you hang out with us all the time? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Who wouldn't? Do you uh, still do music, Leslie? No. Nah, yeah, I do. I, I like I like playing music. I like playing music when. Do I you play instruments or are you the singer? I like playing music and thinking, oh, I should videotape that, and I videotape it and I watch it, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I just never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music? Just guitar stuff. Oh. But I've, I've been lucky enough to play with a lot of people in town. There was a time in uh, 1997 or so. I still have it. I clipped it out somewhere in the New Times. I posted experimental singer looking for people to play with or something like oh. that. And I got a couple of things out of it, like just tryouts. And, uh, and then I... Um, what, what did I do? I went, um, oh, I bought a PA system because I felt it made me more viable as someone who wanted to play or sing in a band. Then I should at least have the equipment, right? And so I, I like, but that little ad, it was like, so I got a couple of things. And the very last thing I got out of the ad, um, the very last person that called me was some lady. She left a message on my answering machine, which we all had at one point. <laughs> Your answering machine? In a, she, uh, it, you know, there's so many recordings that I wish I still had. Uh, that I don't, but she left a message about how she had a karaoke machine and we should go up to Sedona and we could sing in the vortex because she had taken what I'd said pretty literally. Maybe I shouldn't have used the word experimental. I just <laughs> wanted to be open. But, you know, to this day, I regret not taking her up on that. Uh-huh. That's an interesting lesson. Think of where I could be right now, in a gully, it, dead, <laughs> in Sedona somewhere, because this lady killed me. Do you want to hear, hear Leslie sing and play guitar? Um, yes, <laughs> if Go I can. Go to Who the doesn't? Meet Sweats podcast episode. Oh, okay. Featuring Leslie Barton. Uh, and you will hear. It's pretty a, flat. A very, it's not very good. But, it, but I've, heard, I've heard it being played. Uh, I think I, I think it's very good, but I think but I've also heard it being played wonderfully too by her to only me, which is very sp I love. But she does an acoustic sh uh, version of "Love in an Elevator" that's really oh, haunting. They get, and they really get a, good. They get a the verse. way she sings okay. really. Um, okay. I I love I love the way she sings. Okay. And the way she plays. You the know what, Mary? If you really want to hear a song that I sang, look up on my YouTube. It's okay. like one of the first things I have on there. It's called Salt Cellar. It's a song I wrote a long time ago, and I recorded it in my house, in my bathroom. Okay, that sounds great. I that's love like, Meat Sweats. That's all I have. That's the best one I have, I think. Okay. But I also love Meat that. Sweats. Don't you love those guys? I do love Meat oh Sweats. Oh, my God. I, um, I was on it not that long ago, and then they were on my podcast not that long ago. Oh, of course. Um, I feel like I'm really getting into the heads of, of men of that age, and it's it, um, I, I'm never going to be the same. Um, I've never been so self-conscious about my body. 
around men of those age? The stuff they talk about. I'm like, oh my gosh, guys think that? Guys are thinking that? Like, should I worry about that? Um, so, but yeah, no. Yeah, but consider the source. I mean, it's... That's how I bring myself back to reality. But it is that Matt age. and Bill. They're 10 and years I, younger And than I love that. That's true. Yeah, you get too. to my age They're and then babies. you change. Yeah, but he That's doesn't true. give a fuck anymore. That's why he's with me. What? Like, you get to an age oh, where... Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's why I'm well, with him. That's, you know what, though? I'm, 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 so, I'm probably so lying. I'm probably so lying because I'm like, I get to this point where I'm like, dude, it's just about, I love you. You happen to have this body as your vessel. So that's your body. So if that's yours, I love it. And then yeah. you share it with me, and then I appreciate that, and then I love it even more. But it's not about what it looks like. It's because it's your body. That being said, how easy is that to say when she looks like she was? <laughs> it's like me saying, you know, money isn't that important. <laughs> like the first time in my life, I finally have money. And I'm like, you know, it's really not the most important thing. And it's like, yeah, but, but can you helps. really trust me to say that? So, so okay. I can say I have a different viewpoint, but also I've been Yeah, blessed. but you don't have money. I've dated rich <laughs> guys before. No, she couldn't be more accurate. I do not have any money. I make it. And I've dated guys who were lawyers and had property for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, I make money. I'm a girl. I own nothing. <laughs> I waste it all. I mean, I this blow guy. it. I blow it in. The, if, they oh, can, yeah. if you're going to give me a thousand, I can find a way to spend it. Give me ten thousand, I'll find a way to spend and it. And he's just starting, though. And I'm know? just getting he's started just, wasting money. He's just getting started. <laughs> okay, so you guys have, are doing my transitions beautifully for me here. Um, so yes, I love meat sweats. Listen to every episode. I love when they say my name, even though I'm not on it. That's my favorite thing in life right now. Is somebody talks about me on their podcast and I'm right. not even on it. I'm right. like, ah, right. If it's about something good, we have dropped some names today. I always, I love to, right? Yeah. Um, but you guys kind of started broaching the subject that you guys, you're together. Y'all be fucking what? <laughs> Jesus, Mary, you know what? Take your hands out of your pants when you say that. God, um, I, I, it's I will s- delightful. <laughs> A little to the left. Yes. Love, I know. A little to the left. So I'm going to give you my take, but I would love to hear from you guys, and I'll say one observation about your relationship because I don't know you that well. well we did segue into it. You did. Um, one thing I really love is I love the way Christopher talks about you, and he talks about you all really? the time. Really? Because it annoys me. Thank you. I'm so glad to know it sounds great in other people's ears. No, mm. it's sweet. It's what happens when you love somebody or you admire them, and you and I and and I'm saying this from the perspective of sad single Mary who always talks about being single. Boo, boo, boo. But you know what? You don't That's know how many times I had to lay down comatose in front of him and just be like. <laughs> Okay. We'll and he get was there. like, why are you looking at me across the room? Sorry. So that's that's one of those things I think an identifier that I've picked up to go like that's one one piece that I want out of my my future life partner is somebody who's gonna like admire me or talk about me like that, you know? So I think that's really nice. I'm well, glad that you trivialized it though. If I didn't I'm glad to trivialize yep. it any chance I get. But also I wanna say real seriously and, and with you know, all import that I am 53 years old, and it took me oh, dang. a long time to like be like fucking fun and cool, whatever. It just took me. You got to slog through. It's true, it's true. You got to slog through the first time a man pays attention to you. My case four, you know, and that you know, or when you're born, a man's like, hey, it looks like a little lady to me. Slap her on the ass. Slap her on the ass and fuck her right now. <laughs> you know, from then to whenever you meet your soulmate. Oh God, yeah. Are sure. we soulmates? I don't know, Mary. You know, sure. Like, that's up for to you guys. Oh, uh, uh, daily wish for death, and it's like there's a guy who likes me. What? Yeah. 
It doesn't matter. You get tricked into bed a few times, and then you, you, you learn, you take your lumps, and you're like, it's just like everything else. You can run, and, like hi- every, you can run, and, hi- like you can run and hide and you I assume so that you will child. never. But the problem with running and hiding is you're just assuming that you don't learn from your mistakes. You're assuming that you don't trust yourself, right. that you don't have any instincts. And we've, you know, we're the, we're the scratching dents, me and Leslie, you know. I mean, we've, we're, we're, we're beat up a little bit. We got a couple of marks on us that people left or whatever, and, uh, you know, and we're okay with that. We, you <laughs> know, we, right. we're a little cheaper. It's a and, beautiful uh, thing. And, and oh, so, it's, it's like my certified pre-Alexis joke. Like, yeah. you can get a better model second trip around the block. It's, it's very... It, hundred percent true. That's and a so good joke, Mary. Thank you. I'll joke. be doing it tonight. And so we, it's just, we. I can't afford a new I Lexus. Couldn't, I couldn't have met her two years ago. I couldn't have met her three years ago. I couldn't have met her four but years ago. But we could have gotten together. And we would have been another shitty part you of each other's You had like two past. years where you were single. But but then, the, but now, I, mean, I had to leave, a, I had to be I'm able to leave single. a situation. <laughs> I had to find my own dignity, find my own confidence yeah, from within. you definitely and did. And it wasn't until I decided like, oh, I do like me and I do trust me and I do trust my instincts and I am learning from my mistakes. I don't have to run and hide. I think I know what I'm doing because I've made some mistakes. It actually makes me stronger. And then I meet this person who's really, uh, you know, as in, I don't want, I don't want to demean it, but it's just smarter than me. Right. Like she's, and, but but wiser, but like 10 years more experience. And then she's already been there. So it was great to like me go through this like ultimate gaslighting situation and have to come out of it. And then I did come out of it. And then I met her sort of, like, officially sort of met her. And I was like, oh, and it was interesting to find out that she had already put that behind her. She'd already done that, been through that, and put that part behind her, where you kind of go through, and I'll quote her, sometimes you get into that one last relationship because your brain knows you need to learn a lesson. There was one more uh, lesson you needed to learn. And I think we both you're paraphrasing. finally... I'm paraphrasing, but we <laughs> both sort of learned uh, a bigger lesson, and now, um, I don't know, will this just end up being a lesson? I think we're both of a mindset of, I don't know, why, why does that matter? Yeah. We'll find out. Um, and, but for now, no, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, but you guys knew each other and for then, a yes, while before this happened. Oh, my God. We hung out. Well, we Seven didn't, years. We never Did you guys have crushes, though? No, no, no. Because no, no, I'll tell no, you this. No. When I found out you guys were together, I was like, oh, just now you're together? I thought you guys have been together for a long time. Mm-mm. That's interesting because that would, that would infer that um, – we were different. We were terrible people. <laughs> no, I mean not even that. I just I thought you were at least even just. Not uh, they were not, but. And I'm not but only we talking. We hung out at the Hidden House on Seventh Avenue in Osborne. I'm sorry you never got uh, there because, you Mary would have fucking ruled the Hidden House. What is that? Say, right? The Hidden House was the best comedy. Mary would have fucking. Oh. You would have been all <laughs> over the Hidden House. That's very sweet. It was a book, was a book you would have been, yeah. that ran every week. For if about only seven there were more when Ronnie D was there. Yeah. Right at uh, the Hidden House. Uh, Aaron Onko. She, def- she was definitely through there. A lot of people were there. Richie was there. Tom Sim was did a lot of shows there. Hohenscheid did a lot of shows there. Chris yeah. Bennett did a lot of shows there. Fryler, Jolene. It was a light. It was a, it was a lightning. Phoenix lightning that came rod. through. Comics that came through L.A. always everywhere. Stopped. Oh, nice. Everywhere, everywhere. always yeah. stopped because the Hidden House was honest laughter. The funny thing is, Leslie and I never actually hung out. We didn't. She was dating Steve, which was cool, but also she you seemed to kind of hate me. I was single. Oh, and then you I. Were? Uh, for the yeah. most part, I eventually got hooked back up uh, with somebody else. But the point is, we ne- which she was, we never had that. She was with yeah. somebody. He was, and when I was comedy. single, when she, when I was finally not, when she was finally single, I was. But we had never even. Yeah, thought, like, when I thought Steve she hated and I broke up. I thought I was she, like, oh, I thought never she again. Not me. another comic ever again. Are you kidding me? That's known her for seven years. The ever. first five, I thought she. 
hated my gut. Well, I did. And she I probably did. Because all you did was blah, 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 that you're divorced and I'm just... But you know what? Hey, no, no. I was equally as unlikable and so, we were all just working So like a shit. snake that sheds their skin. We it's we like were, we're not necessarily different people, but you become slightly different versions of yourself as you grow older. And right now, I'm my favorite version of myself I've ever been. I'm not pitiful and whiny and pouty and shitty. Wow, I just, I can't imagine you as that because I see you, like, what I call that now, and I just know that, you know, that's not what I can't imagine what you were then. Thank you. I'm really, you know, just, you know, and I'm not selling. I would love to be a comic. Like, oh, I'm selling it really good, but I'm not. I mean, it's Oh, no, no, you're annoying. I mean, Okay, so you guys didn't know each other. You guys didn't have crushes on each other Mm -hmm. or anything before this. That Mm -hmm. was a, um, thank you. He was gross. He was a comic. It Why wasn't until after no, I, I had literally divorced. he had moved out. Yeah, I moved out, moved, moved into this out apartment, and moved into here. Yeah, and me, him, and Gene Moore were hanging out. I have and we had joke. lunch, and then she invited us to ice cream one day, and oh, Gene yeah. didn't show up. So for the first time ever, I hung out with Leslie one on one, no other comics around, not at a show. About five days after I moved out, and I had ice cream with her just because Gene was, and we just started talking, and I'm like, at Green, at Green, okay. or Nami, Nami, right, which is sister to green right and it was delicious and then we both were on Catalina's show that night and then then I didn't work the next day because it was Martin Luther King Day it's a bank holiday I work for a bank and I was like dude let's like hang out and she was like dude she's like any comic that wants to come to my place tonight and play my Xbox I have these old video games we're gonna play like Joust and Defender and Galaga and stuff and I was like dude I'm down for that but then I was the only one who was down for that because I didn't work nice the next move. day. Nice move. Nice move, Leslie. That sounds <laughs> like something I would do. And then we hung out. And the first, you know, about like an hour says. into us kind of staring at each other, she, we're talking. We're having fun. We're getting to know each other. She goes, I just want you to know, and I'm not fucking you. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's awesome because I am here for the drugs and the video games. I'm like, woo, this is great. And then and I, and I was dead serious. Like, I wasn't there to do that. I was there I for like drugs and video games. A, I like to make an opening statement before I hang out with dudes. Does that mean you are fucking him? No, it's no, not No, she was dead serious. No, okay. I was totally serious. Because, I mean, and it's I knew good it. to say that. But dude, like, You're like, hey, I'm I, not fucking well, you. Yeah, I've had, because I've like helped out dude comics who've crashed in my place or, co- or bands who've crashed in my sure. place. Sure. You're like, hey, you know, I'm not fucking you. It's like, you know, because you, as a woman... And yeah. I feel like you know this. You can feel the a energy little. change in the room. Right. If there's like, you know, if you're just like over the... Like, I like to not you, say anything so they think there's a chance. <laughs> well, uh, and I get that. But when there's five people in yeah. your room, you're like, okay, no. how much of a vessel am I... You know, it's like yeah. people need to sleep. They don't want to end up in my cellar. They and I want to help people with without helping people. Right, right, right. Like, right. Don't mistake have- my good nature for I'm going to fuck you. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. No, you're right. You're right. And you know what? Fucking takes a lot. Wait, so I gotta, how did you guys end up together? Takes, wait, wait. I just want to remind men that fucking takes a lot out of us. We got to, we got to, no. If you don't want to fuck, if you're not in the mood to fuck, then you got to be like, we're not fucking. I don't right? know. That's like saying I'm not hungry. I'm, I can eat. <laughs> Really? Okay. I, like I get I, where I well, get where I, I, I get where both of you. Then. I get where both of you are coming. Because I've never had a plenty have, supply. Because I go to bed some nights going, I do not have the energy to give it my all, <laughs> and she deserves only my all. If I can't give her the best I got, I hope she doesn't roll over and poke me. Because if she does, I'm gonna have to muster up this energy, and I don't have it. And then she rolls over and pokes me, and then you're like. Now that you I, mentioned it, I, I have a lot of it. <laughs> Wait, so then how did you guys end up do, 
like getting together then. Because we talked all night and she played guitar for me and sang and I talked about our lives and we found out how much we awesome. both believe in it kindness nice. and empathy. And Did you do it that night though? And Even though she said you, you know what, Mary? Sorry, wow. I'm curious. Wow, Mary. I brought it up. <laughs> Because and yet you won't let me Google medical ailments and... and, and oh, and, no, because it'll tell me I'm dying. <laughs> and it's put on some rubber gloves no, and not. check you for moles. Don't, Why not? Don't let me check me. you for moles, Mary. What? Let me check you for moles. <laughs> I'll be wearing gloves. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is let so much Let me show much you fun. a mole I found in this chicken wing. Ew, no, <laughs> Thank you. moles gross That's why you don't eat animals, God damn it. Oh, shit. Are we getting their cancer because they spend all day in the sun? Well, and they're getting wanna... melanoma hey, and we're hey, just consuming guys, their melanoma? Bring, I don't bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. I wanted to say. <laughs> Somebody dials. You guys, you guys. <laughs> this is great because you do all the work for me for the most part. But I did want to say. Is that I, like sex for you? <laughs> I guess. I'm just like laying here like a limp fish. I don't feel like you do that. I feel like. I, I mean, feel like you probably give some. You I know, try. All right, here's my here's my. You look like you are possibly more gymnastic than you come across <laughs> in real life. You're pretty bendy, Mary. You look pretty bendy. It's those I can do the sit jeans. and reach pretty good. It's, see, you know my clothes feel very Mary tight Lou right now. Church. Stretch jeans. You guys, this is exciting. Mary Upchurch, bendy, bendy wings with Mary Upchurch. <laughs> Dominic Dawes, aka Dominic. Dawes. Stick the landing. <laughs> um, oh, bad score from the Russian jokes. <laughs> No, I have another joke about, uh, um, I said, you know, those people that just, they get right back into, they're out of a relationship, they get right back into another relationship, and I'm like, bitch, get to the back of the line, like, I'm waiting here. Oh. I can't help but think about that, because you've been so fortunate. See, to, here's what I think, Mary. I, you know, I've listened to your jokes, yeah, and I've thank heard you. your act, and it's, it's like, oh, hey, I'll take whatever's hanging out. <laughs> it's me, Mary, I'm right here. Oh, it didn't land anywhere near me. You know, and, and you've got that, and it's funny. It's funny. Leslie, thank That's you. That's a funny role. Not yeah. for you, it's necessarily, but it's a funny role, and you've taken it. Um, and it's pretty real. I think you owe yourself, I think you owe yourself uh, 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 some, a little more of an on-the-attack uh, comedy yeah? towards men. I don't think you need to wait in line, Mary, anymore. Because, you know, the only one who's waiting in line, Mary, is you. You got the goods. Fuck. Bring it. You look she around just that line, stared Mary. into my soul. There's no one in front of you, and there's no one behind you, girl. Honestly, you just changed my life. Thank you for saying that. Thanks for actually listening to my comedy. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't help it. There's, it's another chicken local comedy. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, I'm not going to sit there and judge. See? Believe me, there's, there's Five days that's... a week, I'm crazy about her. One day of the week, I want to kill her. And one day of the week, she changes my life. And, that's amazing. And that's why it's such a huge, and that's what's always in the plus column. It's always in the plus I, column. Right now, I love and hate you guys at the same time, but I hate you for the same reasons that I love you. Fuck. Wow. Man. My mom would say that to me. Somebody. <laughs> was it my mom or was it her sister? Might have been her sister. No, that's like one of the highest might compliments, right? Grandma. Like, I hate you. I don't know. Might have been all of them chanting it. Great grandma. In a yeah. circle around oh my God, you I'm while a witch. you were wearing a I little realized, dress yeah. and a bassinet. <laughs> I fucked Satan! <laughs> Nolan admitted to me today that you can trace his lineage back to the people that were the actual people persecuting witches in Salem. Oh, wow. His That's family is so... Nolan? Nolan Ross? Yeah, I love him. His family is, like, educated for generations. Like, his great-grandmother is the first woman to ever attend Ivy League school, Cornell. Oh, wow. Like, it's... Like, it's generations and generations of, of education. You can't be grudging, man. There's nothing wrong with him. He's a great guy and 
good for him. I mean, people get educated and they you educate their children. Funny. I mean, like, that's what you should do. But it's interesting. He did say you could trace it all the way back to the witch trial. People who actually Mary, have you done the May 23? No, I'm not into that. Yeah. I feel like how, that's how they're going to make lists later and put us in it different. It seems like it. They're going to, everything it's, that starts, oh, how fun. Look, we can we can do these little filters, but it's just digital face recognition. You know, it's. it's I got to feel good about where I come from. I'm white and Mexican. Okay. What else, you okay. know? Uh, so, oh, white and Mexican, how did that happen? Oh, um, my, well, I have a joke about this, too. My dad was divorced. He had four kids. He needed help. Uh, he put an ad in the paper, and poof, my mother arrived. So that is a true story. Like a Mexican Mary Poppins. I love it. Um, yeah, my mom. What's the tag for, what's the final tag for that? Uh, like a, I think she was doing more than just the laundry. <laughs> and I, and somebody gave me a really good tag recently. Like, she just descended down. By the down. way, I call my hold tip on, hold on. the laundry. Hold on, hold on. Do, can you hand wash <laughs> it today? Hold on, I'll... <laughs> oh, uh, she just descended down from her umbrella, which is actually how she got across the border. <laughs> that was a new, newer That's tag. good. That's good. But they're still together. Ooh, so. got to watch out for that umbrella watch. Mexicans and umbrellas. That's how they're going to no, get over wh- the wall. You know why they should be together? Because he's the kind That's of guy that wall. would place an ad looking for a bang maid, and she was the kind of chick that was like, no. I will answer an ad for a bang maid. Why wouldn't those two people though. be together? This is like 76, 77. Are you kidding? you telling me that Arnold Schwarzenegger's son isn't going to run for office when he can? <laughs> wah, wah. Ooh, I like that. A bang maid. I don't think that's what he intended. He just needed help. He was yeah. in the Marines, and often he was gone. Yeah, she was it's convenient. It's proximity, Mary. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, but now, you know, she takes really good care of him and still, and, you know, interesting. Yes. Oh, okay. And that's that's okay. nice. They you should meet them. And, uh, do you go back? What do you call him? My dad? Dad, I'm sorry. <laughs> Carl? Sorry. Carl? No, I mean, he's my dad. You call him Carl ever? No, I call okay. him dad. Oh. Uh, they live um, in Goodyear. I'm going to probably go see him he's after this. He's not their oppressor. They're... You don't go and he's like, get, get me the plastic. I don't know. What, no, what a, he is so sweet. I can't my even dad think is the white sweetest person. <laughs> oh, my God. No, my mom's really in charge. She pretends like she doesn't speak English, but she does. Shut up. When they go out in public, she acts like, oh, I know speaking Spanish. <laughs> I don't speak English. Oh, my God. And then, so and, then, and then she kind of goes, like, if they make a big purchase. What a power she's like, move. Oh, yeah. She's like the silent boss. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Yeah. That's like that. Uh, is our time up? Is that what you're looking at your phone? No. That's like that. I was gonna drink. show you a picture of my folks. That's like that. Well, there's like that say. drink called the Gibson. It's like a gimlet or a martini or something, but instead of a martini with vodka, it would have two pearl olives in it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, the actual thing it was named after a diplomat um, who would order his with water, and he would know which drink was his because it had the pearl olives in it. Okay. So he could pretend to be drunk all night around the other diplomats, but he was never drunk. Smart. Dean he Martin. knew what he was doing. Dean Martin did that. Yes, he did. Did yeah. he split it? That's right. Somebody told me about, like, let's say a comic or performer. You talk to the bar and be like, anytime somebody wants to buy me a drink, just give me a soda and I'll split it with you. Because That's you can't idea. take all of your tips. Those are your tips, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't take I think that. if you just slide someone a 10 yeah. or a 20, depending on how popular you are. Has anyone ever um, excused themselves from the podcast to pee from all the beer they drank during the I podcast? I usually do because halfway through. But we're just about done. So See, I think she that's was a good. Her phone. No, I was looking for a picture of my parents, but, but normally if I have to look up a picture, it's like okay, it takes too long. It's done. Here's it's my done question. Now. Here's my question for you, Mary. Yes. Who do you relate to more, your mother or your father? That's a good question. I'm a daddy's girl, but I think I'm probably more like my mom, and I don't want to admit that. 
you know, but uh, I'm a lot like her. Until, okay. So as I get older, and, and I'm trying to be kinder, I think I always had like a... You want your keys, babe? Right here. Hey. That was actually a great toss. I know. Because it went out the door. I was a rifle girl. And did you ever win any... What were your big awards that you won in grade school? I got third place in the, uh, in the softball toss. Oh. I never won anything in grade what? school. No. Stop it. Biggest chatterbox in my senior class. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Was yeah. that uh, was that something that they bestowed upon you? I think or? they voted because I talked too much. Biggest chatterbox. That's funny. Yeah, but it's neat. It's neat the things that you were younger, like you're doing things with them now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, heh. Do you use that for your material now as a comic? Um, not yet. I probably should think about it. What? I should think about writing some new jokes. Right now, I'm working on a little bit called Rich Mary, Poor Mary, how I lead a double life. Sometimes I'm really rich and sometimes I'm really poor. Uh-huh. Depends on like how close we are to payday. <laughs> Depends on if it's something for me or something for you. You okay. know? Okay. Rich Mary, poor Mary. I'm working on that. Uh so I I think it, I like the idea that you were voted biggest chatterbox. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. I talk a lot. That's a funny thing. A kid stabbed me once because I wouldn't stop talking with a pencil and I still I you can't see it in these jeans, but like I have like a little blue or black mark because he had this really sharp pencil and he was like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to stab you. And I guess I just kept talking. He was like, Bruh! and I was like, ah, and uh, I've got like a tattoo basically That's right there. That's interesting. Yeah. So how are you going to, how long have you been doing comedy? Oh, just about three years. It's not very long, years. right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did improv for uh, two or three years before that. Okay. where at? Uh, Jester's in Mesa. I know that place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's kind of where I kind of got started. It was fun. It's good to learn so family friendly. So three years of improv, do you still hang out with any of those people? No. I didn't fit in very well with them. Why not? I don't know. Were they mean? No, I mean, they're they st- nice to me. I just they, never is felt... Is it worse? Were they stupid? No, I just never felt like I was in their clique. Oh, damn. You know what I mean? So they were stupid. No, no I, I worked for them. Like well, you I, know what? That's on us, gig. It was that's, a- that's on us. That's on us. If we don't feel like we don't fit into a clique, that's on us. We got to get out? There's ways to make yourself fit into clicks, Mary, and you know that. Here's the thing, Leslie. I do my best when I feel like I'm around friends who think I'm funny, who encourage me. I'm then I'm my funniest. Right. But yeah. if I'm around people who, I mean, they just don't maybe don't give a shit about you, or they're like, eh, right. okay, or they like you when you're funny, and when you're not, you're not getting as much attention. I don't know. It's probably mostly me, not mm. them. It's all us. Yeah. It's all us because there are ways. So what do you want this podcast thing to take you? Oh, Is gosh. Is it a way to I express how yourself you as it. your feelings? Or? I think so. I think it's a way. For, um, I love this podcast as a, a, an offering to talk to people that I wouldn't normally talk to. Mm. So to be like, hey, would you like to do my podcast? And then, and then meet somebody in Bond. Um, I like it in that sense. I like it as something to talk to people about as I, as I travel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's neat when people think it makes you more interesting. It's maybe. a tool to make friends. Yeah, and, and that's people. weird and because sad. You, no, it's not at all because you've. This is how this is how your tool to meet people. You've you've done LA comics. Yeah. Right. You've yeah. met LA comics, and so uh, that's all life is is meeting people who are like minded. I, I just got a text from my friend Mateen Stewart, who's a comic in LA. Do you know him? No, you no. don't. You know why I know him? Because I went out of my way to travel over to L.A. Yeah. And do some shows there. He saw me do a set and was like, hey, that's real funny. We exchanged some, you know, funny back and forth. Uh, I gave him a list of shows to do here. 
Yeah. And, you know, he, and, now, and now, now he's sending people to me, which, okay, let's unpack that. Okay, so now he's getting, he's like, oh, I met you, Joe Selig. And you're going to Phoenix. You're in Toronto, that Toronto guy's ass. You're going to Phoenix. I know a person in Phoenix, Leslie exactly. Barton. Hey, so Joe Selig contacts me. Hey, I'm friends with Mateen Stewart. I'm doing this and this and this. And he sends me his whole bio and a videotape. If you can help me with any time, you can. Now, it, uh, 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 some kind of person might take that and be like, oh, now I'm just going to be a, a promoter or a show promoter or whatever. Right. But you know what I'll do? I'll just like simply send him a list of shows that's available in town. Yeah. And that's it. Right, and it's amazing when people they end up thinking about like, you. They're that's like, all Les they is the need. nicest, bestest person. You're like, all I did was, sh-, you know, you know, yeah. But it's just like sharing your knowledge. It's yeah. not. There's nothing magical about making something of yourself. It's just, it's like how many people can you get on your side? Yeah, absolutely. It's the difference between Apple Music and Napster. Napster was like, well, if you have a song on your computer, why couldn't everyone have that song? Why would someone pay for that? And Apple's like, we have songs on our computer, and we'll share them for you, with you for a price. Leslie's more like Napster. <laughs> She's not trying to make a profit. That's a great off story. of being nice and sharing things, which I think is very nice. It's a. And I'm with her. I would you would I would hope other comics well, would do I the don't same have, thing. You know, and maybe in we my, actually, it's a byproduct because we all win. Yeah, yeah. and also uh, because I don't want to do any real work. You know. And yeah, wouldn't you, you like it if someone things. did the same for you? Well, yeah. Well, that's the golden rule, right? I never ask. Why? I mean, I do. But, you know, it's like, okay, Anthony Destamito's out in L.A. And, yeah, love and him. If I were going over there, because he hooked me up with tens of shows while I was over there in the few days yeah. that I was. Mm-hmm. And we hung out, and it was great. My friends, uh, Diana and JRC, and, you know, and they do stuff. They did stuff here, and then they moved out there. And uh, It's all about where life takes you. You know, my friend Wiener, here's, she's a great example. I worked in Modified. I Do you know Modified. a woman named Wiener? <laughs> I know, right? I know. Oscar we're like, I think we're like um, somewhat weird mirror images of each other. Anyway, I ran Modified Arts in downtown Phoenix in like the early 2000s. Diana, uh, she um, worked there. She interned, not, not even interned, she volunteered there, right? She ran shows because she was into it. She played bass with a local band called Meat Whistle, who also, the lead singer of that is this guy named Craig Foote, who runs a uh, gallery in Scottsdale called Art One. Mm-hmm. Anyway, everything's like weird. It's like Bandersnatch. Anyway, so uh, so Diana's running, mo- she's helping me run Modified. She's into it. She, she does that. And she does that for a while. She stays in the scene. She ends up um, meeting JRC, who had been involved with a, a woman who ran another art, uh, art space, art venue, trunk space in town. Oh, yeah. And so, year, but years go by. You know, they were never like, oh, hey, we're going to get together eventually. Years go by. They're like, oh, my God, we have so much in common. They get together, right? This relationship breaks up, and that breaks up, and modified ends, and Diana's like, okay, I'm doing this. She ends up becoming a mechanic for Tesla. Oh, dang. She's a fucking Tesla mechanic out in L.A. right now. One of the few female Tesla uh, mechanics in in whatever, Tesla land. I I don't know what the universe is, but... So it's all connected. But, it, but it's, it's like, all connected. Right? And that was in early 2000s. So but fast forward. to make those connections. Fast forward 18 years later, and here she is doing her shit. You know, and, and I know her. And you know what? She gave me a couch to crash on when I went to L.A., where I met Mateen Stewart, who is then sending me something for Joseph Selling. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, you know, it's, it's not like an easy breakdown, but it's just, and that's not even like any, that's not anything unusual. That's just right. like regular life. 
I think, yeah, I think it's a little bit of um, you're, you're being a cool person, you're being nice. But then sometimes being a little intentional and following up and staying in contact and then making, and I like that about social media, right? You, you're never going to, you don't have to lose contact with sure, anybody. Sure, sure, You know what? I'll tell you this, Mary. If someone texts you more than twice, call them. Yeah. Because at that point, you need to hear their voice. If there's some dude who's like, hey, what's up? And you're like, mm, just hanging out. Want to hang out? Whatever. Right. What do you think of the new blah, blah, blah? Oh, Call so, them. So tricky. Because it's bullshit. And I love social media because I don't like to be that close to, I mean, it's easier to like pass information off. Yeah. But if you're going to have a heart to heart with someone. Yeah. Or someone's into knowing you. Hang out. Let's go have some ice cream. It is. Oh, look what can happen. But also, also, I think confidence comes into play, which is you need to know, you need to believe in yourself that you're going to make a show better that you're on. I mean, it makes it easier to reach out and ask people. And if you're funny and you be like, hey, man, you got a show I could be on? Like Leslie said, snow sweat on her back to hit a couple. I did it the other day for Elliot from Colorado. I hit up... I had so much work piled up on my desk that I've been, some of which I've been ignoring for actual six months. An actual six real months. I'm sending your boss this podcast. And then, and then this comic from Colorado hits me up that we worked with together in Colorado. Hey, man, I'm coming out for these days. I, need to, I was going to hit up these oh, yeah. people. I've done the research. I was going to hit up these people for a show. Could you put in a good word for me? Right. I stopped everything I was doing into that, and it took me a minute to hit up three people, and he got on, booked on three shows. And you know what the cool part was? I ended up getting booked on a couple of the shows. Nice. And then Leslie did too, which was fun. And, but it just goes to show... Yeah, like you can make these connections, but if you believe you're going to make a show better, then you have the confidence to reach out and ask. Most people, whether it be me, Leslie, or it, which I think like both of us could say we're, we're busy in some respects, we'll stop and help. Yeah. Because we feel like you did the same for us. You're a funny person. Like, yeah. So it's okay oh, to yes. ask. We were at Welcome Diner the other night, and some guy texted me, Hey, I'm looking to do some shows. Mm-hmm. What are some punk rock venues around town? And I was just like, Okay. So I made a list, like just off the top of my head, what's in town, sent it back to him. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, cool. Glad you found me. Most people do info. want to get help people, off, right? Yeah. And when you give someone an opportunity to yeah. help, I mean, it feels great to feel like I get to... I don't well, book too many shows. We love take our advice, part. right? For the most part. If we it's love when people, that's... like, take our advice, take our recommendations. Yeah, 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 of course. Of course. No mm-hmm. Yeah, you're asking I feel like there's more about getting the names out. Like, okay, that too. Mm-hmm. these are the five clubs that might be cool for you. Good luck. And I'm happy to help those people because I know those I people. I feel like you went a little farther uh, farther beyond than me. So. <laughs> All I said Good was, for you. I did one. I copied, I wrote it, and then copied it and pasted it three times. I, know, I feel like there I you saw go. what you Dude said. Dude named Elliot. And then you went into getting to show? Did he get a show off of it? I got two. Well, like I think that's what happens. Third space, which was not what I intended or wanted. I mean, but I mean, thankfully, thank, yes, I love those shows, and I can't wait to do them. I'm like super stoked. Yeah. But I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking, oh, cool, Elliot's in town. He's a nice guy. I think that's the byproduct. Like you're not doing it because you want something, but good things come back to you, mm-hmm. and that's what I think is really cool. And, when, and you know what the funniest part too is when Elliot said, "Hey, can I be on these three shows that we were doing in Colorado?" Well, we'd already planned these shows. It was me and Derek and Gene and, G- and Jace. We did headshots. You know, we did stuff. We had to book things. We, we, we performed for an entire city, like the employees of a city and the mayor and all that nice. stuff. Nice. So when this guy hit us up and said, can you do these shows? We're like, okay, these are booked. We're already paid. Um, would you be willing to host all three? And he was like, yeah, I'll come to all three cities and I will host all three shows. Nice. Lesson to younger comics hey, we weren't trying to, like, manipulate this. We were like, we don't have space, but on the other hand, we also don't have a host. So if you'd be willing to take it, we're not making you do it, but if you'd be willing to do it, you, you can. 
And he did it, and it really helped right? us. Can I say this? Right? Yeah. It helped him because he got what he wanted, but it really helped us. And now the, he rolls through Phoenix and says, can I? Of course. Why wouldn't you? You is In my mind, not only is he a nice person and an interesting, fun dude to be around, but he's a person I want to help. Like, he helped me. Yeah. And so, yeah, a lot of times you're helping someone, and they're helping you, and people get, like, self-conscious and think, oh, I don't want to ask that person for help. But you don't realize, maybe when you hit them up and say, hey, can I do your show? Maybe they're like, god damn, I needed exactly. a person for the show. Exactly. So, and the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to say, no, not now, or the, or maybe next month, or whatever. And so, yeah, yeah good things come yeah, to yeah. those who right. ask uh, for it politely and be nice exactly. <laughs> and be willing to do the same for someone else if they were to ask. I love it. You guys, we've talked about some really amazing things. Um, oh, it's the wrap-up. Uh, it is. Ah! <laughs> I've seen enough Yardley Brothers. I know a wrap-up when I hear well, it. Well, I mean, we could go on and on and on. And I think we need to come back and do another right. episode with the Trap House at some point. <gasps> yes. I'm into it. Um, but uh, thank you so much. I feel like I got a lot out of that, too. Just personally, it was really nice to spend the afternoon Thanks, with Mary. you guys. Um, I had a really nice time. I had a blast, and thank you for having us. Oh, good. And thank you for the wings. They were obviously wonderful. You're welcome. Yeah, can thank I have you. a couple to take You guys me? are going to take those home and eat them later. <gasps> I don't eat them. It's all this and wings? I didn't know it was married up church and you get to keep the wings. All right. <laughs> you only get the ones you can I eat. <laughs> no, I always like to have more than enough. <laughs> Okay, so to to wrap things up, anything you want to promote or say um, as we yes. bid farewell? I'll start do. with you, Leslie. I don't know when it comes out, but I don't care because I will be at Stir Crazy <gasps> Comedy Club in Westgate in Glendale uh, the weekend of January 17th through the 19th. Ooh, I love Stir Crazy so much. I'll be hosting cool. for Willie Barsena. What the fuck? Wildly funny. Very nice. Funny guy. Guys, 25 years in? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I love that. I can't wait to pick his brain and have him completely think I'm a complete idiot. I cannot <laughs> wait. He won't think that. Cannot wait for him to be like, what? White girl. Ugh. <laughs> Come on. Awesome. He'll, be like, he'll be like flashing his wedding ring at me the whole time to let me know he's married. I love it when the guys do that. I'm going to follow up with you to see what happened. Actually. After Willie Barsena. <laughs> what about you, Christopher? Um, I think we talked ad nauseum about Is It Dark in Here? So love go to our podcast. Facebook page and uh, like us, and then you'll know when our episodes and our specials uh, releases are coming out. And then, of course, just go onto your favorite podcast platform and download it and listen. And don't be like our other uh, listeners. Like, actually comment on it. Tell us what you love about us. Or hate mail. I'm a little disappointed we haven't gotten any hate mail yeah. You're disappointed. I thought my mom would at least hate us, but she doesn't. She loves us. She even bought the t-shirt. God damn it. Oh. I am starting a new Instagram. And buy Instagram. our t-shirts. Yeah, and buy the t-shirts. But I am starting a new Instagram. Ooh. Oh. It's called, Do You Like Me in These Boots? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We'll see you next time with Bye. Wings with Friends. Bye-bye.